Welcome to Feeling Asian, a podcast where two Asians talk about their feelings. I'm your co-host, Youngmi Mayer. And I'm your other co-host, Brian Park. Are you okay, Brian? Sorry, I had a burp. Oh. And there was that delay reaction. Gross. I know, I'm so <laughs> gross right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, today, we're, our topic of discussion is... Ghost stories. Ghost stories. And superstitions. Superstitions. And how that relates to mental illness in Asian and Asian American communities. Yeah, I feel like ghost stories and superstitions are very big in Asian culture. Yeah, I, f- I don't know. I, I, I mean, my other Asian friends have told me this, but in their countries, ghosts are, you know, that's a very serious topic. Like, yeah. I feel like most of everyone that I know that's Asian mm-hmm. believes in ghosts. Yeah, but it's, before mm-hmm. we unpack that and dive more deeply into the subject. Brian, how are you feeling? Hi. <laughs> I, I, I. So, <laughs> I've, I'm feeling unhinged because, no, right before we, we were going to record about an hour ago. Yeah. And I had an anxiety attack that you had to help. Suppress for me. I'm so sorry. I I felt like I wasn't being helpful. No, you were being so helpful. Oh, I was just sitting here. So, listeners, basically, the gist is I have been sick with some form of pneumonia, and it's a cough that has just not gone away. So, this morning, I made a call to my doctor. He wrote me a prescription for antibiotics. But as I was walking to the pharmacy, I started feeling off balance. Today's the first day where. I, I, f- I have mucus in my vestibular system in my yeah. ear, so my balance is all off. And I started freaking out a little bit because uh-huh. I felt dizzy and disoriented. Mm-hmm. And I think that just flared up my anxiety. So when you came mm. to my apartment to start recording, I was like going to the bathroom. I pulled out a Ziploc bag and I just plopped myself on my <laughs> bed. And yeah. I was like, young me, I don't feel good. Can you just stay here with me? Oh, like Brian. a fucking idiot. But Brian, I felt bad. I felt like I wasn't doing enough. No, you were perfectly fine. There's nothing you really can do in that situation where I'm going through a panic attack. Yeah. You know, I I feel like somebody that I knew once told me that they would have them a lot during childhood and mm-hmm. their parents would just sort of ignore them. Oh, and it was like the worst Jesus. thing. Like all all he wanted was for his parents to be there and yeah. talk to him through it yeah and that's uh, i guess that's like a good lesson when someone's going through that you can just sit there and talk yeah a a lot of like my initial reaction was just to be like oh do you want me to leave like like that (laughs) you're like don't leave (laughs) 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 well you i felt bad because i felt i was scaring you like i knew no i wasn't i wasn't scared (laughs) but you know what that's like a reaction that a lot of people i just felt like oh do you need space or something i wasn't scared yeah so what did i say i I said i just wanted to take a 30 minute nap and just have you sit there yeah yeah well i'm glad i could be here for you yeah so i feel better now but this is uh this podcast episode is going to be remember michael jordan in one of the finals he had a flu and then this is my flu game right now this is your flu game yeah what if it's the it's like that thing where madonna when she had like a laryngitis (laughs) or something and her voice was better than ever before so maybe i'm gonna be funnier and more insightful than ever before yeah coming post panic attack pneumonia sickness yeah (laughs) do you think this sickness is a ghost that's living in your body i feel like that's an asian thing when you have like a weird sickness or something yeah that's something like my grandma would say yeah no this is uh i did some research i think it's because i was a bad person in my past life yeah it's your <laughs> uncle or this, something no it's just me i was a bad person right. and this is this is the form that i've manifested well well anyways so i just want to say through. thank you for be here. just being there for me i'm happy i'm happy to be here whatever you need me brian i'm here <laughs> how are you feeling young me uh well I, i'm glad that you said that because i <laughs> was thinking about our friendship uh-huh and i i'm i'm really glad that we're friends i feel like it means a lot to me um but then i also because i feel like our friendship is very important to me mm-hmm. i feel a lot of anxiety that i'm letting you down what yeah no what I don't know. I just always feel oh, like sucks. I'm not doing enough, for, which I feel like is a common thing that I go through yeah. when I care about somebody and I'm friends with somebody. I'm yeah. always like, I'm a shitty friend. I don't listen enough. I don't do enough. So I like I felt that way about our friendship. 
Oh. And I actually wanted to, I know I have not talked to you until this moment because I wanted to tell you on the podcast. Yeah. And that yeah. really sucks that you feel that way. Yeah. And I just want to let you know that I, no, I'm very, very grateful for our friendship. Oh, Brian. Yeah. Should we hand hug? Let's hand hug. Just, just touch, touch my <laughs> hand here. Just awkwardly. That was weird. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. I mean. <laughs> That's the most I've ever touched your body in my life. That was so uncomfortable. <laughs> Our fingers sort of touched. Is that weird that we've never touched each other's bodies? We've hugged. Probably. I don't yeah. remember. I no. like blocked it out of my brain. It yeah. was too much. No, I'm so grateful. Our friendship this year is probably one of the best things that has happened to me. Brian! And... <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm i'm I, it really sucks that you feel that way and i know it's out of your control and it's yeah. an anxiety that you have yeah and um i just want to reassure to you that i don't feel like you've let me down in any way shape or form oh that's so sweet and that's i think you're literally amazing. making me tear up <laughs> please don't cry i'm not <laughs> you're I'm, like i can't handle it i'm leaning <laughs> i know like, i'm, no, I'm leaning my, i'm leaning my head to one side because my balance is so fucked up right now <laughs> uh, i'm i'm fine um well also i guess an interesting thing is that you know i feel like last week in therapy mm -hmm. i we i discussed about like backing off from like my crazy romantic little trysts that i've been having yeah yeah and just being like with my friends you know what i mean and just being in like safe is that what you've been doing so, this past week? Oh, uh, I mean, no, I've been kind of <laughs> yes. <laughs> you've been yes. you've been a chaotic street legend this past week. I've been week. a mild chaotic street legend, but mostly I've been just like hanging out with my friends. It's also yeah. my birthday this weekend, so I'm like just being around my friends and like not, you know. Also, you know, little whatever. <laughs> who cares? <laughs> <laughs> the past 30 seconds you said zero information you're like you know like, i just like, like keeping it you vague. know you know anyways you know <laughs> you know whatever like <laughs> I'm, I'm focusing on like being around my friends and people right. that i feel very safe around right <clears throat> well yeah i think that's good well before we start can i just say one other thing really quick i please I've, shared this on instagram but like uh last week you know how i was talking about the misogyny yeah. and my ex-boyfriend accusing me of having yeah because you wouldn't BPD. reply back to him after you so, guys broke up so many women have reached out to me that's amazing and told me that their three i think it was three or four women have said that their ex-boyfriends specifically said that they had borderline personality disorder jesus and then a, like a few other people just said oh like all they ever say is that i'm insane and that's what they tell people Fuck. and so it's like it's like an epidemic of you know yeah like people. three pe three people it's a correlation yeah. but when it's four people reach out to you it's a fucking epidemic yeah it's a it's huge a fucking problem epidemic. <laughs> the entire world is just <laughs> no that is really really <laughs> fucked so up though. well but the thing is like i obviously my exes i don't get along with them and that's why we broke up but i never would say that they're crazy you know i wouldn't yeah say i mean crazy. it just comes from a place of a lot of insecurity and yeah. a lack of ownership of your actions yeah so clearly i can't be in the wrong so i'm yeah, going yeah. to cast you as a fucking crazy person yeah but i just wanted to say that like if anyone's listening and if you relate to that story which a lot of you do yeah you know we're not crazy that's you guys all aren't crazy say. no one's crazy i mean you know except for people who see ghosts <laughs> <laughs> uh did you grow up with any like superstitions in your house um like was your mom yes. superstitious yeah um like we you know the there's one you can't write your name in red pen Th that was similar to me yeah. and it's because d you like at funerals right you write their name in red pen yeah the people that have died that I have think passed like the only time you can write in red so that makes sense to me the the link between the two where yeah. our parents wouldn't want us to write in red pen because it would it would like foretell you're gonna, die. you're gonna die or you know like in korea they i mean i know in america there's no 13th floor but in korea there's no fourth floor because that's the number for death oh i didn't know that so you can't something about yeah the number so if you go to buildings there's no fourth floor there's no f you have to be careful when you write the number four or something like that yeah there's a the toenail thing like you can't throw your toenails out you weren't allowed to cut your toenails ever at, at night okay and uh you can't throw them outside which i don't know why i would throw them outside but that's like a big <laughs> thing <laughs> just throw but them you can the throw way. you can throw them on the ground inside though you put you have to be very careful how you discard them like you have to put them in either flush them on the toilet yeah 
or like put them deep in the garbage or something like uh, that. Yeah, see, that was same in my house too. Yeah. We weren't allowed to cut our toenails at night because uh, my mom said that monsters would eat them. They feed on toenails at night. Yeah, and then they come back in your form and then they'll trick your family into thinking that they're you. For me, oh, it was foxes, I think. That's fucked. Yeah. Tokebi or the foxes or something. Yeah. I'm like, all right, that sounds legit, mom. Yeah, I was always so skeptical because. I mean, that has to be some made up shit where it's annoying, like toenails, especially at night, they can go flying around. So you just don't want your kids to make your house dirty with toenails. Yeah. And that's why we scare the fuck out of them with these crazy stories. But that makes sense. I mean, did you have any weirder ones like stranger superstitions? Weirder superstitions. Are there so many of them? That your mom ingrained in you? Yeah. Um, there's so many of them, but I can't remember. But I remember my my best friend when I was a kid was Japanese. Yeah. And her mom was so intense about them. Like, you know, you can't leave. This is in Korea, but I feel like it's more of a thing in Japan. You can't leave your chopstick standing up in your rice. Oh, 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 I had that too. And I remember once I did it at her house and her mom literally lost her goddamn mind. My dad got really mad at me once because I left my chopsticks upright. Yeah, yeah. Inside the rice. Yeah. Because well, that's for the dead. Yeah. And then if you do that, the dead will be like, come in and eat your rice. I have no idea what's going to happen. No. I mean, were you, were your parents religious? My mom's really Christian. Okay. But not like an Eastern religion. Oh. Why? This is something I learned recently. I just assumed that my parents weren't religious. They were too busy working. So we didn't grow up going to Korean Christian churches. Uh Uh-huh. But in Korea, a large part of, well, not a large, but a, a noticeable amount of Koreans who are quote-unquote shamanistic yeah and when you think of when i thought of shamans i thought of you know like they wear robes and they do these traditional chants and whatnot but shamans are being shamanistic is just uh worshiping like deities that are outside of god Mm -hmm. in the traditional sense and so for my parents we do cheza, which mm-hmm. is like on death anniversaries. Yeah. We'll put a photo of my grandfather. We'll put a spread out and then rice with the chopsticks upright, light incense, and then bow to my grandfather. Yeah. My mom's uh, mother passed away uh, when she oh. was younger. And yeah. my mom believes that all of the strength that she has, like all of the strength she's been given to endure the like to overcome adversity has been given to her through her mom. Her key. Yeah, that's like been her key. Her oh key key oh. is Korean for chi. Oh, I didn't like know that. I thought you were saying key isn't like K E Y. Key key. Oh yeah. So <clears throat> in that sense, my parents are shamanistic. Mm-hmm. In that, my mom is too. Yeah. So the thing is, my mom's Christian, but she grew up with all of those philosophies and like ideals from the shamanistic portion of korean culture and the buddhist culture so that's like her life philosophy even though on the surface she's christian or whatever Mm. so a lot of the lessons that i learned from her are passed down through those traditions yeah and sometimes they come out in me and i'm like oh that's like from that yeah right yeah the cheza is terrifying oh i feel like cheza cheza the Chesa is like the shrine that we put up for the dead people. Yeah. That that's where a lot of the superstitions come from, right? Like the chopsticks and the writing in red. Um, but I just wanted to have you ever seen this movie by Kurosawa called Dreams? No. They're like these short film collections. I'm a, I'm a bad Asian. I haven't seen any Kurosawa films. <laughs> that's fine because they're the oppressor <laughs> for us. <laughs> they're the colonizers for Koreans. But right, uh, right. but so he, there's this s- scene that I saw and it terrified me. It's like there's a it's a collection of short films. Um, so there's this one short film that's a soldier coming back from war, and uh-huh. he talks about how like when he was a kid. His mom was like, don't fuck with the cheza. You know, like, don't go near there. Don't, yeah. eat, the, don't eat the food. Yeah. If you eat, like, the mom caught him eating the food when he was a kid and she, like, lost her mind. Yeah. But um, he said the way that he fa- realized that he was dead and he had actually died during the war uh-huh. was that this, is, this always makes me cry. <laughs> he came home and he was eating the food, yeah. the cheza, and his mom was just sitting there watching him eat it. Oh, fuck. Isn't that so scary and moving it's just silence and just mom, watching mom was watching him and oh, she was fuck. like okay with it and she was like looking at him because she knew he was dead oh god and that that for some reason that fucks with me so hard every yeah. time i think about it i like literally 
cry. That that sent chills down my spine. Isn't it? It's like terrifying. It's, it, it's like the silence makes it more terrifying that yeah. you're just like watching and the not mom, acting on it. Just like the acceptance that he's dead. Like after all his life, like <laughs> screaming at him for like oh touching God. the persimmons on the Teza. God, you know that my mom. Me up, man. But my mom also, she. <laughs> Well, there's like one superstition that my mom told my growing up. My mom wouldn't let me vacuum at night because <laughs> she said that it would call my ghost. <laughs> Why the fuck were you vacuuming at night? Uh, no, a weird was... kid. You're like eight years old. I gotta vacuum at eight p.m. <laughs> no, just, I don't know. It's like sometimes like, I would like spill something and I would need to vacuum it. But <laughs> we weren't allowed to vacuum at night. And I believed in it. so weird. I've never heard that. You know, that's like an Asian parent hack right there where you can just make up some shit and say it'll call upon ghosts. You think she made that up? Do you think that's real? I've never heard it. Vacuums don't. (laughs) Vacuums didn't fucking exist in the time of ghosts. Well, maybe we should ask the listeners. Have you? Has, has anyone ever? When, so when Mino becomes old enough, you gotta be like, "Hey, Mino, don't oh. jewel at night because the, the ghost is gonna." Well, they'll come back in your form. They're gonna want some of that mango jewel pod <laughs> and <laughs> curse you. Oh my god, that is a hack, huh? Yeah, so just blame it's, everything on ghosts. My, my mom's like, yeah, well, "Don't just everything. Don't masturbate because if you do, ghosts will go into your vagina." exactly that's That's what that's what you got to do but my mom believes in um she's really big on dream interpretations Ooh, i also oh i am a totally into dream interpretation but that's just how your subconscious is speaking to you right yeah but but she thinks it's a spiritual thing yeah i'm skeptical because she'll like interpret it retroactively so let's say Uh. something i i do something good or like i win something Mm -hmm. my mom will be like oh like I had a dream that there was, I saw a tiger on a stream, like drinking water by the stream. And mm. I knew this good thing was going to happen, but I didn't tell you because I didn't want to jinx it. But then <laughs> if something bad happened, it could just be the same dream. And she's like, oh, I knew, I this, knew, it I knew this bad thing was going to happen because I saw a tiger drinking by the stream. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, mama, mom, I got HPV. I knew it because I had a dream where an apple fell and it rolled down. <laughs> Don't get HPV at night because the ghost is gonna wanna <laughs> is gonna wanna I don't know is gonna wanna eat it or something. <laughs> oh my god! But you wanna know something is really funny is that um, so we do Cheza and that is a shamanistic ritual because you are bowing to a deceased family member, mm-hmm. but bowing and giving respect to them is in some way like. Uh, it goes against the Christian religion because mm-hmm. you're not supposed to worship people outside of jesus christ right and so i have some very christian uh relatives like uncles and they won't attend the cheza ceremony yeah. because it goes against their beliefs yeah and i'm like oh i didn't really make that connection until recently however my really i felt like my very religious uncles like who go to korean church they're they're priests or they're moksas yeah like They've ri- risen through the ranks, but the Moksas will be like, oh, like, I really want some Hanma $10,000 golf clubs. Yeah. And my uncles will buy it for them. It's fucked up. And I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? That's not, that is, Jesus wants you to do that. Christianity is such a, like, disgusting, like, disease. <laughs> I mean, all religion is, but Christianity is such a specifically, like, gross disease. Uh, yeah, how, yeah. It mani- <laughs> how it manifests in Korea is disgusting. A lot of bribery. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of bribery. A lot of golf little- trips. <laughs> Um, okay, but about the dream interpretation, there is a specific dream in Korea. I mean, this is like slightly off topic called Temong, which is a uh, like the dream that a woman has when she becomes pregnant. And I did oh. not believe in it. But did that happen to you? Yeah. Oh, and it, what? It to- before I was before I knew, and this is what the dream is: your child comes to introduce themselves to you, right? Yeah. And my dream that I had was so symbolic. That I, I do you want to hear it really quick? Please. So what? When I became pregnant, my dream was I was swimming in a lake with my entire family at the base of a mountain. This is so fucking like East Asian. <laughs> like where's where's my fucking bamboo flute? <laughs> like, <laughs> where's the where's the gong? Somebody hit the gong. <laughs> and so I was swimming in this lake, right, with my yeah. entire family. Like my whole family was there. Yeah. And we were all swimming. And I was like really having fun. And then I turned around and I realized my entire family had gone out, like r- 
swam out really fast out of the lake and was standing on one shore yeah and was staring at me like terrified Mm -hmm. and i looked behind me and realized that a black a giant black bear had entered the lake from the other side of the shore and was coming towards me but it was too late for me because i didn't see it yeah and at that moment i was like why the fuck didn't anyone tell me (laughs) and so i was terrified but then the, the bear swam up to me and just swam next to me whoa and we swam together and then I like stayed with the bear and my family stood on the shore. And in that moment, I was like, I was like, fuck, fuck all of you. I'm going with the fucking bear. And that was Mino. That's the first time I met Mino. Whoa. And that's before I knew I was pregnant. That's crazy. And that's, I feel like I truly, I mean, I'm so in the middle because I'm like, I believe in science, but I also truly believe he was a black bear in a former life. Like, I believe wow. that was him, actually, his spirit coming to yeah. me. And my mom had them. Did your mom ever tell you hers with you? She had one, but I don't remember it. But she did have a dream, and she knew I was going to be, a, like, she knew she was going to have a son. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, that was me. After that dream, I knew it was a son. Jesus. And, um, I mean, who knows? He might, obviously, I want to respect, he might not be a boy like he might tell me later that he's not but you know his spirit is a bear. asian dream interpretations need to be updated for 2019, 2019. <laughs> like gender reveals well i actually asked him i asked him. <laughs> what are, you I asked, asked the black bear what him. are your preferred pronouns yeah, yeah. not to make light of <laughs> i'm not to make light yeah. I, well i asked him if he's a boy or girl he said boy and he's okay. very adamant about it so for now sure but um my so my mom's dream for me was that she was sitting in a room in her in her parents bedroom Mm -hmm. and a big dragon like a glittery dragon was circling the room around her Mm -hmm. and then she caught it with her skirt whoa and then she looked at it and then she said when she caught it in her skirt it became very tiny she was like she was like you're too fat (laughs) 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 this fucking fat dragon (laughs) you're too fat the first thing she ever said to me and, like, and that was me and that was me <laughs> chaotic glitter dragon that's too fat <laughs> oh my God. no but there is a in our research Sorry. we found that it uh you know we had a hunch but it it is true that in asian cultures a large a, a somewhat significant part of the population believes in ghosts yeah and fully fully believes in ghosts and spirituality is um runs very deeply through the culture in different forms of religions like you have buddhism uh shintoism taoism and there is and you mentioned that there is a strong link to like mental health treatment and this belief in ghosts yeah i mean i I think it's traditional for every culture to Mm -hmm. tie mental illness with like evil spirit possession or ghosts or something like that yeah in korea it's you know like what you were saying it's like tied to like your ancestors or like your former life the punishment coming through you know something yeah that's a big thing especially in korean culture where if you have a mental illness it's a manifestation of a wrongdoing you did in a previous life yeah but i think the i think the difference between like you know other cultures and asian cultures especially in korea is that to this day i think Mm -hmm. a lot of mental illness Mm -hmm. is um called like uh, possession or like a, do you know what I mean like it, they blame a lot of mental illness on ghosts or spirits to yeah. this day because yeah. I think culturally it's so taboo to have mental illness you know what I mean oh it's so taboo they, they like they would rather say it's anything else because because in Korea if you have mental illness that like that marks your entire family <laughs> Like they're yeah. like, oh, they have a like a schizophrenic aunt. That and means all of them wanna, carry that. And you don't even talk about you that. You can't marry into that family because yeah. they have mental ho- illness in their family. Although, as us being like raised in America, yeah. it sounds fucking crazier to me mm-hmm. to attribute, let's say, schizophrenia rather or even depression. Yeah. It sounds so much crazier to be like, oh, you see him? That's our cousin he's possessed by a he's possessed by a ghost and yeah. that's why he acts that way yeah it's instead not, of it's just not, being like yeah. oh he has depression but he treats it with lexapro right well i mean i think the thing also is that schizophrenia which is i believe very present in korea in korea happens i mean obviously happens everywhere mm-hmm. is also a very devastating mental illness is a devastating 
you know when when mental illness is serious enough to really affect someone's life yeah it affects their lives their entire family's lives everyone's their caretaker it is a devastating thing right but i don't but oftentimes family members they will try to brush it under the rug yeah or which is the probably the worst thing you can do yeah rather than acknowledging it and providing that emotional support that's needed Mm -hmm. to help this person uh, treat this mental illness exactly it's it's not obviously healthy if somebody has a serious mental illness and you're just being like bring the shaman lady bring the wudang and dance around him for three hours like that's not helping anything yeah which is yeah like um because when you first mentioned it i wanted to you know try to understand it better and i did come across some um academic research that uh-huh. supports this entire notion uh-huh. like well there was this peer-reviewed journal that was published in the western journal of medicine And it's titled Cultural Factors Influencing the Mental Health of Asian Americans. And, uh, you know, they mentioned a lot of uh, how our spiritual belief systems make it more difficult to accept mental illness. And like the ways we treat it is through what you just described, like calling in a shaman or just praying away these bad spirits that have possessed this person. Uh And uh, there's this chart here. And I think. I want to run it through because I think it's somewhat amusing and funny. So they list the culture. They'll list the beliefs according to that mental health and then the coping behaviors and treatments of it. Yeah. So, for instance, in Chinese culture, the belief is mental illness is caused by a lack of harmony of emotions or by evil spirits. So Mm. their coping behavior and treatment for that is often try traditional herbs and acupuncture first. Healers may be used concurrently to get rid of evil spirits. So that's exactly what you just said. Right. And then... Wait, sorry. I just want to say that maybe some of those methods of treatment might work though you know like no totally yeah like i don't i don't want to completely like i don't want to discredit it yeah even the lack of harmony you know like in your body chemistry that actually makes sense i feel like even if you're like somebody that's super scientific no i used to be as someone who studied science in college i was all about logic and just if it's if i can't if there's no evidence for it i won't believe in it yeah and as i've gotten older i've definitely opened myself up to more uh intangible beliefs right and i think there is i believe in energies and i believe in harmony spiritual harmony and right that having an impact and having an effect mm-hmm. and yes i think that's a great um thing to clarify like yeah, yeah. we're saying these things but these things also could very well be beneficial to this yeah. person who is suffering from some form of mental illness right okay what's so, so in japanese <laughs> culture Again, mental illness is caused by evil spirits, often thought not to be real illness. Mm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And their coping behavior is delay or avoid professional help. <laughs> <laughs> the treatment is, uh, no, please don't treat this. <laughs> <laughs> the, tre- the treatment is just to fucking write it out, bitch. <laughs> it's not real, is the treatment. <laughs> God, Japanese people are fucking hardcore. <laughs> Uh, but but Koreans even take it one step further because it says culture Korea beliefs mental illness caused by disruption of harmony with an individual or by ancestral spirit coming back to haunt patient mm. because of past bad behavior coping behaviors and treatments may deny problems stop <laughs> stop <laughs> resulting in helplessness and depression not likely to reveal the problem unless asked May si- may show signs through nonverbal communication and posture. May use shamanism. If it's a daughter, tell her to go on a diet. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! But I do think that, um, yeah, that just goes to show Koreans are more hardcore than Japanese because Japanese people they might acknowledge it, but they'll just delay it. But then Koreans are like, no, deny. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. You're, we're all fine. Okay, stop crying. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And then they have a Vietnamese culture. Their belief is that depression is sadness. Mm, I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. And the coping behavior is not readily acknowledged because of stigma. Usually try home remedies, spiritual consultations, or Chinese herbs before seeking Western medical care. Okay. Yeah, that seems like more progressive than the East Asian yeah. <laughs> philosophies. Yeah. I have to say, okay, so all this, I, I just want to point out that, you know, obviously 
these treatments are the bad part is that the denial is bad oh absolutely treatments you know who knows if the holistic like herbs and stuff will work or not but to be completely fair western medicine for Mm. mental illness doesn't really work to the you know like mental illness is like something that's just perpetual do you know what i mean yeah like we're in therapy yeah it's obviously made me feel a lot better and given me a lot of clarity but like i I feel like everyone i know you take antidepressants and then your body somehow doesn't like them anymore and then after like two years they stop working Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean and like it's like a it's like who knows do you know what i mean it's it's never like have you ever heard of someone just being a cured of like schizophrenia like they can be heavily medicated yeah to the point where, like they're not really functioning i don't think there like, is a cure yeah. it's something that's closely monitored and right. treated like to, treated. S- to suppress the uh volatile or perhaps harmful right side effects of this mental illness we, yeah which is great that like western medicine can achieve that but i right. feel like the way of looking at it where it's like western medicine is this is the fucking answer and right. eastern medicine is stupid i don't think that's necessarily fair no i don't think mental so illness is such a perpetual and lifelong who, thing right and, and who, who knows? knows what treatment is gonna actually maybe the cure to schizophrenia is crushed up deer antler <laughs> probably <laughs> it could be i don't know i um, take some eastern med- i take ginseng every morning oh really i can't because i have too much key <laughs> oh. it's like well this chinese doctor told me and it's true there's oh. some things that I, i've only been able to cure in my body through chinese yeah. medicine i have to say yeah well to that note though it is bad that i don't i don't see i still think it's wrong that if you have someone in your family that's suffering from mental illness to just attribute that to ghosts yeah and that's for sure wrong that's very <laughs> it's very harmful yeah. because it, it also kind of puts the blame like the korean thing being like oh it's because of what you did in your past life that is so <laughs> that's like literally the worst thing i've ever heard <laughs> like you are ill it's bec- it's your fault you know that's like uh, right, really harmful right. right um but that's actually worse than deny problem <laughs> yeah <laughs> You know what that also reminds me of? Like when people have schizophrenia and they say, oh, it's a ghost because they don't want to admit that it's an illness. Yeah. There's this uh, very rare form of ill, like mental illness that mm-hmm. children get from very severe um, negligent abuse. Yeah. There's like this documentary about it, about like Romanian children in orphanages. Have you seen this? No. I forgot exactly what it's called, but it's like basically when an infant before the year, age of one Mm -hmm. that they develop so quickly yeah but they need a lot of interaction right yeah but let's say you put an infant in a crib and never interacted with them yeah after that year they become basically like not functional right they're just kind of like in a like vegetative state vegetative state yeah they can't they'll never learn to read or write or speak Uh because they've missed the window oh and so but that only happens with extreme neglect Mm. and so then so there were all these children like in these orphanages that were like literally just left in a room by themselves for like two years and after they missed that window they were basically just like not able to function they they would never learn to be even though they were born totally fine like they had the capacity to be you know whatever quote unquote normal yeah and that disease i forgot what it's called but in korea when people get a diagnosis of autism Mm -hmm. because that's genetic yeah they would much rather say that it was actually negligent abuse jesus so they they blame the mom for not interacting with the baby enough jesus but it's such a like i mean that happens with extreme neglect right that's so yeah obviously not what happened right like but but instead of saying that a child, they have autism, it's easier blame to just the blame the mom and be like, oh, you locked your kid baby in the room for two years and never looked at it huh? like that. Fuck. Isn't that crazy? That's so fucked up. And I, me- I remember I read this article where there's like a crazy high percentage of children that have that like negligent abuse disease mm-hmm. than anywhere else in the world because of that reason. Jesus. And obviously it's not true. They're, they just have autism or whatever. Yeah. But... It it goes to show that there is, I think the way we treat mental illness is also evolving uh-huh. given these cultural parameters and these cultural belief systems because um, I read this article and it was published in The Guardian 
and they interviewed a psychiatrist from the UK and he had a, a, a South Asian woman was his patient. Yeah. And she was making proclamations that she was already dead. She, she felt buried and she can feel worms crawling inside of her body. Mm-hmm. And uh, the woman's parents believed that it was she was possessed by a demon and they didn't know what to do. But the, psychi- but the psychiatrist did an assessment and found that she had a severe form of depression with Cotard syndrome. And Cotard syndrome is l- literally a rare mental illness in which the affected person holds the delusional belief that they're already dead. Like that's an okay. actual illness mm. where you believe you're dead. Uh-huh. And they put her on um, some medication and they were able to treat it. However, rather than just completely disregarding the parent's beliefs that she was possessed by a demon they were able to reach a compromise in which uh in in the in her treatment room they put like they put amulets as a way to ward off evil spirits uh-huh. while she was receiving this western medication uh-huh. to treat her depression and so the psychiatrist was championing this new form of treatment where you can reach a compromise between east and west right yeah so rather than just discrediting the belief that spirits have possessed this person while you and i believe it's wrong it's still disrespectful to these parents who right. where they sincerely believe this is what's going on with their da- daughter yeah and i thought that was very uh, considerate and very optimistic mm, i think it's patronizing oh really i don't know I, I just feel like i mean i get it it's like okay this is the way that we're gonna get her to get this medication mm. to appease the parents yeah. but i don't know yeah, you think that the doctor was like, okay, we'll let you do your little thing, but yeah. your way is still wrong. But yeah, but also you're right. If it's going to give somebody, because all those superstitious things are yeah. just ways to soothe people um, in in situations where they don't have control yeah. to make them feel like they're under. They I mean, a control. lot of superstitions derive are derived from a lack of knowledge. Like you, do, yeah. like in the early days, we just didn't have enough science to understand the way the world the world worked, so mm. we would create these allegory allegories and ghost stories and superstitions yeah. as a way to make sense of what's going on around us. Yeah, because it's scary. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I totally get why. And you know, I guess if it makes somebody feel better and her family feel better, then why not? Right. But I don't know. It <laughs> seems like... a little dishonest to me, but it's <laughs> it's fine. I mean, if it works, it I guess it's fine. No, absolutely. Um, you but you've experienced uh yeah, this is see this is such a big struggle for me brian because i okay here we go guys and you're saying there's a link to mental illness <laughs> oh here we go I, well i guess we were talking about spirits but specifically ghosts mm-hmm. i see ghosts what all the time all you know time. you know i heard this secondhand from a person oh that i see ghosts yeah and i was and I don't of, believe well, in ghosts. You see, I was kind of scared, partially because you come to my house to record <laughs> this shit. And so I didn't even bring it up myself. I never brought it up myself because, well, if you ever see one here, don't fucking tell me. <laughs> I've never seen a ghost okay. here, but I see them all the time. Oh, you s- What? And I don't know how to explain it. The, the one time I saw them so intensely, I thought I was having a psychotic break and I called my therapist. I was in Korea and I had to wait like Wait, wait. So hours. when was the first time that you saw a ghost? Well, I feel like I've been seeing them all my life, but I never allowed myself to think it. Why didn't you allow yourself to think Because I don't believe in ghosts and I still don't. I still kind of feel like I don't know if it's, I don't know. Maybe it's because of all the hallucinogens I did. I feel like at one point I was, when I was doing Wellbutrin, I saw ghosts and I was always like, um, it's probably the medication, but I see them. Like there are times where I see ghosts and I, I do the thing where I like blink to make it go away and it won't go away. Like to the extent where it's like literally like your leg right there, like it's there what yeah it's really terrifying um it also makes me really uncomfortable because i feel like i sound insane yeah but so here's the thing i talked to my therapist about the last time i saw them so clearly i was like i'm obviously having a psychotic break i was in korea so when you saw the ghost you immediately assumed there was something like off in your brain chemistry yeah like i thought i was ill um well this is the thing i see little things all the time 
like how frequently like are we fleeting like um frequently probably like maybe twice a month or something what little fleeting little lights or something like that holy so shit like, young me i'm <laughs> you're like so brave for even sitting in this couch next to me doing a fucking podcast because if i saw ghosts as frequently as you did i would probably this is i don't know i would never leave my room something that like really bothers me but um so the time that I saw, it, but then there are times where I clearly see something very clearly. Yeah. And I like try to make it go away by blinking. What is it um, that you're seeing though? Are they well, people? Are they just objects well, or, the, or is it an energy that you're sensing? A lot of times it's lights. Like, you know, like, um, and I can ease, I feel like because that's really easy to be like, I just saw something out of the corner of my eye. Yeah. But um, there was a time I saw somebody looking at me through the window. Like I was at like a Dwayne Reed or something. Jesus. And it was, it's, it's so hard because when you see something <laughs> What the fuck like is this, a ghost doing in a Dwayne Reed? You no, know, it was outside the window looking in like very confused looking. Oh. But the person, I knew it was like a ghost and then it like disappeared. But I knew it was a ghost because I saw the person and it was a grandma and a child at the same time oh do you know what i mean so i was like this is like a spirit because they don't know what age they are jesus and you know my sister saw a ghost in my house in texas once and what happened she said she saw my deceased grandfather how did she know it was him because she described him to my mom and my sister had never seen my grandpa oh my god and my wow. mom was like oh that's him she's like he was an old asian man <laughs> just kidding <laughs> oh and then once once this was really terrifying um i was playing hide and seek with my son and yeah. his two little friends it was a, like a really big house yeah and i saw something hiding behind the door and i, was, I thought it was one of the kids and i went like hee 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 like and it, was, <laughs> it was a shadow what a shadow when it, when it saw me coming towards it like ran, like moved into the other room like into the bathroom like like it was playing hide and seek you saw a shadow running away it was like hide hiding behind the door and then when i like came toward it because i thought it was a kid it moved into the other room like it was playing hide and seek that, i'm getting goosebumps right now because that was that's yeah. scary that's fucking it's fucking very scary it's frightening and then i would see there are times where um well i started doing transcendental meditation yeah which now unrelated to these ghost stories unrelated just for okay. my you know like to calm down and at times when i am I'm in a deep meditative state yeah there are times where they i i know I, okay i'm just saying that i'm i know that this sounds crazy i'm not and i still don't really believe in that they at times when i enter like the hypnagogic state yeah they come rushing toward me like it literally feels like a like a room full of people like running towards me oh and it's God. like incredibly clear like i can see every are detail. they but are these ghosts malevolent like are they I, evil I no because idea. in asian that is another distinction in uh the way asian people believe in ghosts is that it's not always evil like sometimes, been, yeah. we'll, sometimes in asian culture they'll do prayers uh, because they're benevolent ghosts that yeah. can bring good fortune, good luck, or yeah, um, yeah. like they can they yeah, can I've heal never you. Felt like bad. Or one time I saw something that was the worst, most disturbing thing I've ever seen. Fucking and shit! And I can't <laughs> even I can't even tell you because I rather not think about it. But it was so like, you gotta say it. Oh, it was like in my son's closet. Oh and this is an instant when I was like blinking to make it go away. It wouldn't go away. Your son's closet at home. I, yeah, I was sitting, putting him to, well, he was like sleeping and I, all the lights were off. I was waiting for him to fall asleep so I could leave. Jesus. And I was just sitting inside the closet and like every feature, what, it was what a What was sitting inside the closet? It was a human, but every feature, I like every feature was made of like swirling energy. It was like a squirming swirl, like the eyes were like swirly and like the nose it was like a swirly and i just kept blinking to make it go away and would not go away what the fuck? but then the fucked up shit is what that did you do i just you sat there and i was blinking and i was like <sighs> and so i just like looked away and i just i just didn't look back because i feel like it wasn't gonna leave jesus and i was like i have to sit there because my son was going to bed but this is the fucked up thing <laughs> about that apartment so after, <laughs> i moved out of that apartment and then i was having a housewarming party in my new apartment no and my friend oh, no, my no, friend no, chansopa no who's Cambodian. I don't know if that matters. <laughs> like this is an Asian <laughs> podcast. She has also seen ghosts her whole life. And when I moved out of the apartment, I was in the new apartment. She was like, 
I never wanted to tell you something, but your son's closet is, was fucked up. And I was like no. screaming. No. I was literally screaming. No. I was like, I was screaming. And she was like, cause she used to babysit for me if I would go out, like she's my friend, right? Yeah. I was literally screaming. And she was like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember like you would ask me, she was like, cause she was like, sometimes she would watch me know for me. And, some, and once I asked her, she's like, I don't want to. And I was like, well, okay, whatever. And she was like, I literally didn't want to watch him because I didn't want to be in that room. Isn't that fucked up? And so after, so it's I, fucked I up on so many levels because never, that means this, this thing, this spirit or this ghost is, has an attachment to Mino in some way. Or, and it's like followed you to. No, this it wasn't that. No, no. In that old apartment. Oh, so it's always in that yeah, old yeah, apartment. Yeah. Okay. So never, you have an experience. So she was telling oh, me God. she saw it in the closet too. Of Fucking his room. Shit. In that room. And it just stayed. And I, that was the only time I felt like it was something, quote unquote, bad Evil or, or bad. yuck. It was like, I just remember it was like being so like repulsive. Yeah. And, and it, like it elicited this or something. bad like disgusting feeling in you. Bla- like a darkness that I like, it's just like a, ugh. it was oh, disgusting. God. Yeah. Jesus. And so, oh my All God. So, so what I want to know is. Even though you've had these experiences, you still don't believe in ghosts. I, I mean, obviously, I'm. So, there's something there that I just don't understand. I don't understand like, what I, it is at so all. I, I think there's one of two. I think it's, it's an like energy. For, thing, if I maybe. were you, there would be one of two ways I would approach these experiences. One being, okay, it's an acceptance that perhaps there are multiple dimensions. And That's you, how I it, think. And it. you believe that there are like these spirits that try to communicate with us. Or yeah. two, I would try to find a more scientific reason for why i'm seeing these things i think i agree with the first thing okay i'm just coming to to terms with it right now that i don't understand everything and i have to stop like trying to understand stuff yeah because when i had that experience in korea Uh i called my therapist i thought she was gonna be like ghosts are not real you might have to take medication but she was like no that's actually she she va- very vaguely was alluding to the fact that she believes in ghosts or something. Yeah. No, she didn't say that, yeah. but she was just sort of like, I thought she was literally going to be like, you need to see a psychiatrist oh and my God. be on medication. But she was she was like, don't worry about it, blah, da da. Holy fuck. Do you want to hear what I saw in Korea that made me call my therapist? One last ghost story. Should I tell Please, you? Please, okay. yes. So I got an Airbnb. <laughs> it was a house what's with these Chutek. ghosts in like Dwayne Reed and Airbnb <laughs> it was a Chutek in the uh, yeah, old yeah. part of a Jutek Seoul is a, is Chutek a house. is like a freestanding house not an apartment right and <clears throat> it was a really old part of Seoul it was a Hongdae yeah. like which is like the the cla- like you know like the old part yeah it's kind of the party district it's the party place now yeah, yeah. for sure Um, and I was sitting in my room I had jet lag so it was like 2am or whatever all the lights were off looking yeah. at my phone and the I was in the bedroom. It was a two-bedroom house. Mm-hmm. And the living room was in between the two bedrooms, right? Yeah. So I saw the door was open and I saw behind the door a hand just go like this. Just waving. It it looked like a dead... <laughs> I know that sounds so... It was gray. It was a dead hand just not even waving, just being like, like hey, I'm here, like that. Moving up and down. And yeah. I fucking freaked out and I it was like that was a curtain there's a curtain behind the door and the yeah. wind blew it so i ran i literally ran out and there was nothing behind the door fucking i started sh- screaming i turned on all the lights it's fucking two or three a.m i'm wide awake i have jet lag yeah i could literally just sat there like wrapped myself in a blanket being like <gasps> i was so scared i stayed in bed awake until the next day fucking shit at 5 p.m so I was up for like more than 12 So hours. long. Yeah. You're jet lagged. You're just, just fucked. Like, I was just stand, like staying awake, staring. Yeah. So scared. And then I was like, finally, I was like starving. Uh-huh. And it's Seoul. So there's like restaurants literally right out. If you go out the door, there's like 3,000 restaurants. Right, right, so I was right. like, okay, I just have to go outside. I just, And I, I like couldn't get myself to like do it. And I was like, okay, let's take a shower. Take a shower. You're going to be fine. Yeah. And so I, I was like, <laughs> I crawled to like the bathroom. And I was like, just take a shower. You're just taking a shower. <laughs> like literally talking to myself. Yeah. And I was like, nothing's going to ha- Nothing bad's happening. You're fine. You're fine. Like I just saw it so clear. And so anyway, so I take this shower. And then as I'm opening the shower curtain, uh-huh. this is where I was like, oh, this is, I lost my mind. As I'm opening the shower curtain, the bathroom door was closed, right? Yeah. <clears throat> as I'm opening the shower curtain, somebody jiggled the door and went, uh, like that. 
like it sounded like a child yeah like trying to get into the bathroom yeah because they really needed to shit and i was like literally that's what it sounded like the ghost that always has to poo. <laughs> no, it's a Korean so ghost. It has to poo all the time. God, I'm such. I'm and so I, immature. Brian, I'm not joking. I thought what I thought was, oh, the owner of the house, because there's like few floors. Right. Their kid probably came in because they don't know that someone rented it. So I was like, oh, do oh. like do and I opened the door. Nobody was there, and then I was like, ah, ah, like. Did I, you get the fuck out of that Airbnb? No, I stayed there. Well, that night, the best thing is that <laughs> night my friend was coming flying in to stay with me because she was on her way to go to tokyo yeah so she was gonna stay with me for a week so i was like just i was like literally counting down because i i knew i could call i was supposed to call my therapist in an hour yeah it was at 10 p.m or whatever and and then i went outside and got food but then i was like waiting to call my therapist and then just waiting for her to get there because she was gonna get there the same time that my therapist would call me right but i mean it was so realistic to the point where i opened the door being like oh like i thought someone's kid was there honestly if you told me that story on a one-off occasion yeah i probably you know i'm i'm so skeptical about ghosts i mean i probably would have discredited you and just assumed that you were jet lagged had yeah. a lot of That's a lack of sleep i was like i was hung over i was jet lagged hallucinating or seeing yeah. visions but wow holy shit yo <laughs> honestly hearing all of these crazy ghost stories that you have yeah makes me think that uh western medicine is doesn't work and we need to adopt Eastern medicine I, well, and shamans and well, ward off these fucking evil spirits. Of, I think a part of it is that there is something there. There is something that nobody really understands and exists. Yeah. And maybe we should just stop trying to like act like we know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who knows? Fucking shit, young me. Isn't that crazy? I don't know what's wrong with me. Somebody no, give no, me medication. No, see, there is nothing <laughs> wrong with you. Can I get a you? prescription for Xanax? Is that <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if I had some Xanax, <laughs> I would feel Percocets or something. I would throw I up. I would really, uh, I would stop seeing these visions and these ghosts. <laughs> wow. Is that crazy? That is super, super crazy. I mean, it's not crazy. Have you told this to your family? Mm, the ghost thing? No. I never yeah. told my mom. My mom would be so scared. Are you kidding me? Yeah, She'd be yeah. like. According to this academic journal, you are Korean. You will <laughs> deni- <laughs> deny and not share. <laughs> God, yo, that's and then, and then I I have so many ghost stories though. Like it happens so much. How do you Jesus, so you've just accepted that it's just a part of your life and I do don't you, yeah. Sometimes have you, I'm like maybe I'm just you know, maybe it's just my br- it's a brain fart or something. Right. I don't know. Well, you see, you know, in Asian culture this is where this belief manifests is that for someone who might be schizophrenic where they see things. <laughs> yeah. We characterize them as like they're seeing ghosts or something is mentally ill. Like, you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like they yeah. attribute it to ghosts. And yeah. uh, my concern is that you, the, due to the frequency in which you're seeing these ghosts, do you ever question if there's something like, I hope you don't believe that there's something mentally unwell or like wrong with you. Well, I believe that it could just be like a mental health. Like, you know, schizophrenia is definitely real. It's a mental illness. They're not hearing voices. They're just right. looking for justifications of why they're hearing voices. And they're like, that's a ghost. Yes. That's, that could be going on with me where it's just, I don't think it's that. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think it's that intense. Like, I think that it's, I maybe they're just brain farts. Maybe that's just yeah. me having a history with doing hallucinogens maybe it's like the fact that i don't i don't know like i I have no idea maybe it's just my brain and it's just like my brain chemistry and it's not real and none of it's real yeah i could totally be okay with that it's obviously not getting in the way of me functioning as a normal human being Mm -hmm. like i you know i see things whatever yeah um or maybe there's something about this another dimension or like the spiritual realm that i'm like tapping into that maybe we all have the ability if we're just more open to it we can you know like there's like some sort of i know the word psychic is like very corny but there's like some sort of psychic and it's like you know how dogs can know when their owner leaves for work the second they get in their car and they're five miles away how do they know that i don't know right like you know that that sort of thing yeah like the dog knows the dog that like went 3000 miles across the states to find its old owners like yeah. who knows what what part of the brain the dog is using right it's like some sort of weird psychic animal part of our brain that 
we all see this is how much of a fucking skeptic i'm like or maybe it's just their nose and they have well maybe well, how, how can they smell <laughs> shit that's three thousand miles right, they away can, they maybe can. i don't know <laughs> or, but even like maybe it is you're right no like or like uh, you know like birds you yeah. know the, the elephant that like found went back to the watering hole 15 yeah. years later there's some sort uh, it might be their sense of direction but there's i don't know a part of their brain that i mean because you had those experiences you it, it's really opened you up to these inexplicable phenomena yeah, but that I'm are beyond our grasp of but, comprehension but i'm still here saying it just might be my brain see doing stuff that's that's pathological mm. i'm totally open to the fact that these things are not ghosts and my brain is just having a little weird i don't even know jesus i'm okay with that you know yeah. obviously it's like yeah but we were we can both agree that uh it's not borderline personality disorder <laughs> yes <laughs> sorry that's just a callback <laughs> from the last episode if you don't get that joke listen to the last episode in <laughs> the beginning of this episode um it's yeah we can both agree that in asian cultures uh you know mental illness is a very complex thing and yeah. it needs to be handled with sensitivity and care and we can agree that it's harmful to just immediately discredit someone's problems I, and just I assuming agree. that it's due to something b bad like some wrongdoing you did in a past life or yeah. saying like oh this person's crazy like they're seeing things it's a ghost or just denying it altogether is really fucked up too. Or just being like, that's just mental illness. I feel like the lesson here is to go into it without thinking that you know what it is. Because right. that works for Western people that believe in Western medicine, being like, that's definitely schizophrenia. And that right. also works for people, you know, like from Asian countries that are like, that's an evil spirit. The truth is, and it goes I mean, obviously I believe you know, <laughs> the mental illness part of it, but like, there are there are things that are explainable and there are things that we just don't know right you know? I, I mean knows. honestly hearing these stories because i've never heard your ghost stories yeah and i can't believe somebody else told you who, uh, who told i mean obviously someone would t it's fucked up if anyone knew that about you it's like <clears throat> whoa young niece sees ghosts that's fucking crazy yeah and yeah i mean my takeaway here too is that sometimes even i'm i'm all about western approach to medicine yeah but you know, maybe there are like there's a spiritual element that is affecting me or this this panic attack that I had a couple hours ago. Yeah. It could be due to some yeah. inexplicable. Did you see a ghost? I don't know. I did not see a ghost. OK, so it's probably just my own brain chemistry that also, did it. Yeah. Also, like, you know, here we are, like sort of people talk sh shit about people from the east believing things like this but like look at us in america right now with all this astrology bullshit you know like it's not bullshit but i, I, I don't mean, who knows i don't know <laughs> bullshit. who knows and i know i know it's like technically not uh it's from the west it was actually from the east but like right. middle east i don't know but like uh but people like you know like people totally completely a thousand percent believe in astrology like in our community mm -hmm. right yeah. and it's just like great like you know like why you know that's okay for like white people to fully believe in that and yeah. we're gonna knock the fucking i don't know the stuff from korea i don't know the toenail story totally <laughs> don't vacuum at night or yeah. you'll <laughs> you're gonna have a ghost that possesses you yeah there's so many people outside of asia that believe in superstitions yeah and like operate on this system that's not fully backed by science you know yeah. but the, hearing that you have the same like you were raised with the same superstitions and raised with the same like ghost stories and like dream interpretations and it makes me feel closer to you and Aww, i think this is Brian. something that it's not portrayed as much in popular media amongst yeah. asian communities mm -hmm. and I think it's really cool. It's something that's unique to our experience. Yeah. And we all have, were raised with it in some way, shape or form. And it's like a, it's a bonding element for all of us. Yeah. It is cool when you like just say something to a Korean person, they're like, oh yeah, fan death, turn your fans off, you know, right. like something like, like, and they're like, oh, therapy, you don't have to that's it. fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I think that's our episode, young me. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. I think that was great. Um, but I feel like I was talking too much. No, are you kidding me? I okay. have I have no ghost stories and your ghost stories are fucking scary as hell. You seem like your spirit is very clean. There's nothing that's sticking to you. That's my that's I'm oh, I'm going to become a medium now. And if you <laughs> see any ghosts in this apartment, I've don't never seen fucking a ghost. tell me.
I, this feels very ghost free. I'm gonna say. Okay, great. Young me, where can our listeners find you? Um, Y M Mayor on Instagram and Twitter. And guys, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at it's Brian Park. And follow our podcast, Feeling Asian. And guys, thank you so much for the support so far. And if you haven't already, please rate and review us on iTunes and subscribe to us on Spotify. And you guys can email us at feelingasianpodcast at gmail.com if you have any feedback or if you have any topics or suggestions for things we should discuss with future guests. And uh, we have some awesome guests lined up for you for future episodes and guys you guys have been so so supportive and thank you so much so many great discussion points and we're really really excited to tackle these in future episodes yeah i'm so excited (laughs) young me was on instagram stop (laughs) anyways bye guys bye